0: Okay, here we go. Do you often find yourself wondering how little exercise you can actually get away with on a daily basis? Well, in this episode, I'm going to convince you that you should instead be focusing on how much exercise can I enjoy today instead. I'm Coach Brock Armstrong, and it's time to get your second wind. But before we dig in... As you've probably noticed, this podcast is no longer in production, but there are so many people who are still listening to each episode and reaching out to me for advice and help and support that I've decided to keep the dream and this podcast alive, which means I'm paying a few maintenance fees out of my pocket. And I don't mean to make this sound like a woe is me kind of affair because it is indeed a pleasure to have created something that is being appreciated. But If you felt so inclined, you could go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee to, yes, as it sounds, buy me a virtual coffee. And since coffee is easily my biggest vice, I'm what you would call a coffee snob. If you buy me a coffee, I can pay my hosting fees with all the coffee money that I save. So, win-win situation here. So, go to brockarmstrong.com slash coffee and help keep this podcast and my fancy coffee habit alive. That's brockarmstrong.com slash coffee. Let's start here. We all have our favorite foods, Right things that we eat because of nostalgia, let's say, or because the flavor or the texture is pleasing, or because of how it makes us feel in that moment or perhaps later in the day. Then we have foods that we just eat because, well, they're easy, they're quick, they're nutritious enough, and they fill our biological human imperative to refuel. Then we we have those foods that we just basically tolerate because we know they are good for us and important for us. We might spend some time making them more and more palatable for ourselves, but mostly we eat them because we know we should. And then there are the food non-starters, things that we can't even think about eating, let alone popping them in our mouths. Hopefully, as we get older and more adventurous, that list gets smaller and smaller. Okay, now, What if we thought about exercise in this same way? Now stick with me here, this will make sense in a minute. Now think of all those short 10-minute body blasts or 7-minute scientific workouts that you've heard of. Or consider the huge focus on high-intensity interval training that's been happening lately and how you can get the benefits of a 60-minute workout in half the time. Or think of those electro stim devices that you don't even have to move your own muscles to zap body fat or build muscles while you relax. Now, what do all these things have in common? Well, in my opinion, they all miss the fact that exercising and moving your body is fun and pleasurable, just like eating your favorite foods. Now, that is to say that it can be fun if... If we pick the right movements and activities, just like we pick our favorite meals. Now, I certainly understand the desire to circumvent those (laughs) exercise meals that we barely tolerate because we know they're good for us. Personally, I don't enjoy doing inversions. But what if we replaced those, at least some of the time, with exercises and movements that we truly enjoy and look forward to? What if instead of trying to get our exercise over with, like swallowing a yucky medicine that promises to make you healthier, you relish the activity and actually complete that activity smiling and feeling good and looking forward to the next time you do it? Doesn't that sound good? Now, I've been watching our society as a fitness professional for many years now fall into the trap over and over again of looking for the one movement to satisfy all your movement needs so that you can continue to actually do very little movement overall. And you know what? It's not working. Truly. You know, on a cellular level, our bodies adjust to what we ask them to do most often, not what we do for 7 minutes or even 20 minutes twice a week. Now, Think of it like this. We are a product of what we do consistently, most often. Or, as my coaching partner and friend Monica Reinagle once wrote, In reality, it's not our worst days or our best days that tell the story. It's not the day that our team wins the Super Bowl and we celebrate by polishing off an entire tray of nachos, nor is it the next day when we do penance by running endlessly on a treadmill. It's all the days in between. I like that, because not only is this shortcut frame of mind not effective at all in the long run for keeping us happily moving and movable humans on this planet, but it is also robbing us of the joy that movement can bring. Now, let's get back to that favorite food analogy again. What if I told you you could get all the benefits and all the nutrition you needed, but here's the catch, you only get to eat the equivalent of a peanut butter sandwich for the rest of your life. Now, sure, you might like peanut butter, but you probably have other foods that you enjoy more. You also have other foods that you would miss, right? And you would never get to try any other new foods to find out if you enjoy them. No, you invested all of your nutritional needs in this one, very expensive machine that churns out life-sustaining peanut butter sandwiches. Peloton? Excuse me. And so, here you are, eating your sad sandwich while the rest of us go on wonderful culinary adventures. Some delicious, some scary, some uncomfortable but worth trying again, and some that we swear we will never try again. But... We're glad we tried them once. You get that I'm talking about movement and exercise here, right? Okay, good. Now, in future episodes of this podcast, we'll get into some other reasons why putting all of your fitness eggs into one basket is actually costing us our movement longevity. But for now, let's just focus on the enjoyment factor. But before we get into that, I need to go and pay my membership fees. Do you like to shop on Amazon.com and enjoy supporting this podcast? You do? Well, have I got a deal for you. If you start your Amazon shopping adventure by going to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon, I will get a small percentage of the money that you spend. And the best part is that you don't pay anything extra. This all comes out of their pockets. Take that, Bezos. So next time you buy anything on Amazon, go to brockarmstrong.com slash Amazon and shop while also supporting this podcast. I truly thank you for being a listener and for your support. That's brockarmstrong.com Amazon. Now, here's a kind of ridiculous and little bit of a crude example, but maybe this will help make sense. Peanut butter sandwiches for all of your nutrition are the equivalent of riding a stationary bike for all your fitness needs. Okay. So in this case, a peanut butter sandwich with a cup of coffee, well, that might be using your stationary bike to do an online interactive spin class. Um, Having a peanut butter sandwich that's eaten in the car on the way to work could be the equivalent of a high intensity interval session on your stationary bike. Um, peanut butter sandwich that's served open-faced so it looks bigger and fancier could be the equivalent of a long, steady-state ride done on your stationary bike. And let's say a peanut butter sandwich that's served on a bagel instead of a piece of bread could be the equivalent of watching footage of the Tour de France while you're on your stationary bike. Okay, I've milked the stationary bike example long enough. Here's another example. Once again, your peanut butter sandwich is all of your nutritional needs, which in this case is the equivalent of going for a run for all your fitness. Now, the peanut butter sandwich that's hastily eaten at your desk could be the equivalent of a run on a hilly course. That same peanut butter sandwich eaten in your car on your way somewhere is uh, the equivalent of a fartlek run or some run intervals. That peanut butter sandwich once again served open face, so it looks fancy and bigger, could be the equivalent of a long, slow run on a mostly flat course. Then your peanut butter sandwich served on a bagel, let's say, is like virtually running on the Montreal Marathon course. Okay, that's pretty darn limited, right? In hell yeah, it is. You've robbed yourself of all the joy that you can get from exploring all the wonderful foods in the world. But you might be saying, sure, Brock, but who would eat like that? To which I would reply, no one. <laughs> That's my point. If we don't eat that way, why do we want to try to get all of our movement needs and our movement enjoyment in that same way? I mean, How have we become so, I don't know, narrow-minded in our view of exercise that we've created billion-dollar industries that try to tell us that it's okay to hate moving your body while also bending over backwards to invent ways to undo the damage that hating to move our bodies has created? It's true. I'm not crazy. (laughs) Do you want an example? Ergonomics. Ergonomics was invented because it is uncomfortable for the human body to stay in one position for long periods of time. Ergonomics really is the answer to a question that we should not have been asking. Instead of inventing a chair that supports every aspect of the human frame so we don't feel the pain that being sedentary inflicts on us, we should have invented an ejector seat that catapults us up onto our underutilized legs before our hip flexors shorten and our lumbar sags. But no, we ignored the very clear signals that our body wanted us to get up and move and overrode that with an elaborate and expensive chair. So I'll ask it again. How have we become so narrow-minded in our view of exercise that we have created billion-dollar industries that try to tell us it is okay to hate moving while also, at the same time, bending over backward to invent ways to undo the damage that hating to move our bodies has created? And you're getting the idea, right? It's insanity and completely unnecessary, If we're able to allow ourselves to eat a bountiful, rich food diet, can't we also allow ourselves to move in new and exciting ways and enjoy doing it? That's right. I said that we can enjoy the movement itself. Not just the benefits. Not just the outcome. Not just crossing it off our to-do list. Not just getting it over with in as little time as possible and not the smug satisfaction of somehow circumventing our biology's needs. So, okay, let's go back to that ridiculous peanut butter sandwich analogy that I was doing. Instead, maybe we could do something like this. Many nutritious foods that give you your overall good nutrition is the equivalent of many fun and challenging activities that lead to better fitness. So in this case, an omelette with veggies could be the equivalent of a walk around your neighborhood with some challenging hills thrown in. And then a big salad with some leftover steak piled on top is the equivalent of a session of resistance training in your living room. Then the equivalent of having a handful of nuts as an afternoon snack could be the equivalent of doing a few pull-ups each time you pass under your pull-up bar that's outside of your office. Then a piece of grilled fish with some roast veggies could be the equivalent of riding your bike to get groceries or run some errands. And finally, a cup of decaf with a sensible indulgence could be the equivalent of doing some yoga in front of the TV before you go to bed. Now, I'm not saying that sometimes I don't think we need to suck it up and choke down a particular activity, especially one we haven't done in a while or done ever, but I Like that gross power smoothie that some guru on the internet told you about, it's likely not the only thing you're going to eat today, right? So stop viewing your movement in the same way, and as you'll learn from this podcast in weeks to come, your dedicated exercise time is really just a small portion of what actually makes you fit, and we'll get into that much, much more as the weeks go on. So okay, what did we learn today? We will all be happier, and certainly healthier, if we move more of our bodies more often in more and more interesting ways than if we attempt to vainly dress up a peanut butter sandwich to approximate a ribeye steak. So, let's instead shift our focus from how little can I get away with to how much can I enjoy. Sounds pretty good, right? All right. I'm Brock Armstrong, this is Second Wind Fitness.